Well, hey there. I'm your host, Harmony Patton, a.k.a. the Paleo Ballerina. And if you want to heal your skin from the inside out, you've come to the right place. This is Discovering You Podcast. Hey, hey! I am so excited that you are here with me. This is Harmony, and I believe we are on episode 19, which is pretty cool. Every new episode is exciting for me, if you haven't noticed. Uh, so, good morning. You might not be listening to this in the morning, but I'm recording in the morning today, so... I feel kind of fresh and renewed, and today's topic is going to be all about boozing and breakouts. Uh, this I'd, I'd planned to do this topic in general, but I think it's kind of pertinent because this past weekend, actually, I went out to a winery and had a good old time. But before I dive into the nitty-gritty of talking about booze and breakouts, I wanted to give you guys a little life update. So uh, the past two episodes I put out were kind of a little bit different. So please do let me know what you think of episodes like that. I did one that was just kind of like my story telling you guys my acne story going back to when I was 11 all the way through. I mean, I mostly stopped around like 25. 25-ish. I didn't really go much into detail of my more recent updates, but I wanted to give you guys kind of the history of my acne journey. So like when it was bad up until when I was able to clear it. And essentially it's been clear since then. You know, again, I mean, small breakouts here and there. There's been little fluctuations here and there and whatever. But overall, I would say it's been clear since then. So it was that episode. And then the last one that I did, I recorded while I was also on Facebook Live. So that one was a little bit more interactive. It was just a really quick episode where I was giving you guys tips and information on pimple popping and what to do when you get a breakout, things like that. So if you're listening to these, you know, out of order, maybe you're listening to this like a couple years later or whenever you're listening to this, um, you know, you don't have to let me know what you think, but I really do appreciate the feedback because this podcast obviously is for you guys. I don't do this for myself. Uh, sitting here and recording myself talking is really, you know, not not for me, but I want to make sure that I'm giving you guys as much information and tools as possible because podcasts and listening to podcasts have always been a really big Thing for me and been so helpful for me, whether it was listening to business podcasts to get myself like pumped and ready and inspired to do more or, you know, listening to paleo based podcasts that were that inspired me to eat better and make better decisions with my day and with my food choices and things like that. So I feel like for me, podcasts have always kind of played a pretty big part. And that is a big reason why I was inspired to create a podcast specifically, you know, for those of you out there 
that are struggling with acne, like this is a really great free platform that's not just another social media, right? So it's not just like, oh, another Instagram post, oh, another Facebook post where I'm telling you guys about my story or, you know, sharing food or whatever. Like I do obviously see value in that and I think that's amazing and wonderful, but I feel personally that hearing someone's voice and being on this podcasting platform is a lot more impactful, at least for me, you know, listening to a podcast and hearing to paleo people talk about, you know, this or that is way more impactful than reading a blog post about it. Or, you know, I mean, not that that's a bad thing by any means. Blog posts I find are still amazing. Instagram posts, all of those are all wonderful. Um, but again, just for me, podcasting and listening to podcasts is a bit more impactful, which is why I come to you guys on this platform. Uh, and I hope that it can serve you and really help you see that there is a possibility to have clear skin without feeling like super restricted or like you're, you know, stuck in this crappy life. But, you know, to have clear skin and to have that freedom and happiness that I think everyone wants. So, that is the main reason that I would love if you guys would give me your feedback uh, in the form of a review. And again, your reviews don't have to all be like super amazing if you don't find this podcast amazing. I really do genuinely want to know what you're thinking and feeling because based on that, I can make better decisions on how to share information with you, what kind of information you want to see in here. I love when you guys give me suggestions or questions. I had a couple questions come in over the past couple weeks and I'm excited to turn those questions into podcast topics and to answer those questions here on the podcast. So with all of that being said, I do want to read out this really sweet review that I got for this podcast from um, S. Perkins, and the title of it is Love, Love, Love. She says, I had listened to a couple of these podcast episodes when Sherry and Harmony were a team and enjoyed it, but I am 100% stoked about the info being covered now and super pumped about the turn this podcast has taken. This podcast could not have come at a better time for me. I was starting to feel blah, for lack of a better word, about my lifestyle change I have committed to. I felt like I was hitting a plateau. I wasn't feeling excited, and I felt like my drive for what I was doing for my mind and body was taking a total plunge. Listening to these podcasts has totally brought energy and life back into these standards I am choosing to live by. Harmony is so knowledgeable and real. I always get a good laugh or two when listening along with with an abundance of knowledge, info, and categories that are super, super important to me. So I cannot tell you how much reviews like that mean to me. And, you know, it's for you guys and for reviews like that that I am doing this and that I, you know, make sure that I take time out to record these podcasts because I'm going to be honest with you, like being a new mom, I really... I struggle with time management and I don't have childcare. So like my son is napping right now. I really, I try to prioritize doing this podcast for you. So reviews like that really just make it all 100% worth it. So, I mean, that's part of why 
you know, I'm, I'm doing the giveaway as well. That's still open, still active. This is going to be the last week really that you have to enter into that giveaway. So literally the way you enter is very simple. Just leave a review. Again, it does not have to be a raving review. If you don't find the podcast super awesome, that's okay too. I need to know what you guys are thinking. So, but just leave a review on iTunes and then make sure that you're following me on Instagram. Those are the only two criteria. It's really very simple to enter and I'm giving away a 40 ounce Hydro Flask. Again, I'm not partnered with Hydro Flask or sponsored by them. I wish that I was. That would be <laughs> incredible. Uh, maybe that's something that'll come down the line, but as of right now, I'm not and I just love these water bottles. They're my favorite. I love cold, cold water and they keep my water cold for like 24 hours. And, uh, or, you know, if you put in hot water, I've done that before too, where I've had like tea in there and it'll keep it hot all day as well. So even if you bring ice cold water in and like, I've left it in my car before on like a really hot day and I came back and my water was still cold and it was the most magical thing in the world. So anyway, I just love my hydro flask. So that's why I'm giving away a hydro flask for those of you that enter. And I'm, it's going to be completely random. So I'm literally just going to assign numbers to each comment and then I'm going to go online and they have these things that pick a random number for you. And then that's going to be how I'm going to pick a winner. It's not no kind of favoritism or anything like that. It's going to be completely random draw. And uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. Uh, the deadline for that is coming up. I might let you guys enter for one more week. So like that first week of May, I think since the podcast airs on Tuesdays, I'll let you guys enter until the end of that week and then I'll pick someone and I'll announce that winner on that following podcast. So this week you can definitely still enter and I believe next week as well. That's what I'm planning to do since next week is like the beginning of May, end of April, but there's a little bit of overlap in days there and I want to give you guys as much opportunity to enter as possible. So wow, I rambled a lot right there but I just want you to know that all of you mean so much to me and that is why I'm here and trying my best to provide content to you uh, I know that I am not perfect this might not be the best podcast out there there are many people that do this much better than I do but you know I just I don't want to let that hold me back from sharing with you guys and putting my best foot forward and as time goes on I think it's just going to get better and better as I get more comfortable doing this alone, <laughs> if you guys listened to episode 16 was where I did the relaunch, I was telling you that I'm not super duper comfortable just doing this on my own. I much prefer having interaction with a person, but I'm getting more and more comfortable with it, you guys. So I really, again, I do appreciate all of the positivity, so much support and love that I've gotten. So for all of you who have like texted me or... Uh, left comments on Facebook about how much you love the podcast. If you could leave that in an iTunes review, that would be extremely helpful because again, that is how other people will be able to see the podcast. That's really how the podcast gets any kind of visibility and how this message can be shared with more people so that it can help more people because that's what's most important to me. I want all of you out there that are listening to this to know that there is hope. You can have clear skin even if your acne is horrible, you can have naturally clear skin. You don't have to resort to drugs. You don't have to resort. And by drugs, obviously, I mean pharmaceuticals. I don't mean like cocaine. I don't think that helps anyone with acne. But you don't have to resort to, you know, these Band-Aid methods that don't necessarily work. So my message is of hope. And yeah, 
that's, that's what I got. So as far as a little bit more of an update, um, I know I didn't give an update in last week's episode and actually that week I had had a really, really tough week. I, I've been pretty kind of like disorganized since having my son. I don't know. It's just everything is so different and I'm still adjusting to everything. And I had had this stack of mail. I'm sure you guys can relate to this. I had had this stack of mail that was like sitting on my dining room table that I was just avoiding. I was like, you know what? I just don't want to deal with that right now. So I'm just not going to look at it. And of course, by the time I looked at it, I was like, crap, I should have looked at this sooner. Now, like it's too late. So essentially I found out, well, I found that I was late on my water bill. So I was like, all right, let me pay this right now. And then the next day, like midday, all of a sudden my water wasn't working. And I was like, hold on. Why Why isn't my water turning on? It was working earlier in the day. Come to find out that they had turned off my water, even though I had paid the bill the night before. So (laughs) that happened. And then the same day I opened up um, and I got the water turned back on. I called them and I was like, Hey, I paid this last night. Why did you guys turn off my water today? And they were like, well, there was already a discontinue notice out, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So that happened. And then the same day I opened up, uh, some of the other letters that I had and found out that the hospital had sent me to collections because, you know, obviously I paid for my wood, my midwives and all of that. And, um, Oh, my stomach just growled really loud. I have no idea if you're going to be able to hear that, but wow. Okay, so uh, after I gave birth to my son, if you don't know about my birth story, I did do a home birth and it was insane and magical and just anyway. But a couple hours later, I ended up going to the hospital. I didn't go in an ambulance or anything. We literally, we drove to the hospital because I was bleeding quite a bit. So I ended up being in the hospital for a little while. I had to have a DNC because they thought I had placenta retained in my uterus, which I ended up not having placenta in there. Long story. But, you know, I got a big bill from that and I was not ready for that because, yeah, I mean, again, I'd paid for my midwives out of pocket and I had been gradually paying for that throughout the duration of my pregnancy. And last year, my husband was unemployed almost the entire year. So pretty much the whole time that I was pregnant, which also is a big reason why I had to kind of take a break from podcasting and from blogging and, you know, from doing my passion projects because, I mean, truth be told, you guys, I'm not very great at monetizing this whole thing by any means. Um, yeah, so that's that's not the point here. Anyway, so we got this big bill from the hospital that I was not prepared for. And uh, I found out that I got sent to collections for that. So I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. But at least um, I ended up calling them. I set up a payment plan. I got my water turned back on. But that day was like a really, really rough day for me. I was just like, man, I am failing at life right now. And I just felt like I was doing everything wrong. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm not being a good mother because I'm stressed about this right now. And I just felt so defeated. And I felt like, why am I even bothering trying to do all of this again? You know, why am I bothering trying to get the blog back up and the podcast back up? And, you know, even just posting on Instagram and Facebook, like, why am I bothering to do all of this again? Like, I should just yet again get another like corporate type salary type of job like that's just so much easier but at the same time I'm always miserable when I do that um anyway so 
my husband also right now is doing the entrepreneurial type of thing, which is really great. He's doing well, but you know, he isn't really taking a paycheck. So um, they're reinvesting the money into the company and I'm really proud of him. He's been doing such an amazing job and he's just, he's a very hard worker and just such an amazing guy. So anyway, also not the point here, but uh yeah, so I was like, man, you know, he he was having a stressful day too. And I was like, you know, I just can't do this anymore. Like I I have to I have to stick with this and I have to make it work. And the work that I'm doing I feel is important. I know that there are other people out there who struggle like I did with acne. And so it's just really important to me that I continue to help you guys and serve you and um, yeah, again, like reviews like that alone are just amazing to me and they pretty much always bring tears to my eyes as lame as that is. You know, it's just like, like, okay, what I'm doing does matter. What I'm doing does help and this isn't all for nothing, even if right now, you know, it's still kind of in a bit of a struggle bus phase, that's okay. Like we all go through struggles and it's the same thing, you know, with with acne. Like it's not always going to be a breeze. There's going to be times where you feel like you're doing everything right but your skin is still breaking out and that's so frustrating and you just look in the mirror and I mean, it's tough. I 100% get that. So it's the same thing right now with me. It's just not in regards to my acne or my my self-worth, so to speak. But, you know, life has struggles and how you how you stand up in the face of those struggles is really what defines you. You know, do you let them break you down? Do you let it just kind of get you down in the dumps and like, oh, okay, well, never mind. This isn't worth it. Whatever. What I'm doing doesn't matter. Or like, do you let that fuel you? Do you use that to fuel your fire and push you forward as a better and stronger person. And that is what defines you in this life. You know, choosing to get up after you fall down over and over and over again. It's not just going to be one time. And just doing it one time is awesome. But there's going to be more that comes at you. And how do you tackle that? How do you show up for yourself and your life despite the struggles and the hardships? So... You know, I kind of, I had like a couple hours where I threw myself a pity party and I cried and I was just like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. But, you know, then I was like, okay, no, like no more of this. Like I just, I need to recommit to myself, recommit to the people that I am serving and know that what I'm doing is important, even if sometimes it feels like it's not, or sometimes it feels like, you know, like I'm just running into a brick wall over and over again that I haven't been able to break through. Um, but yeah, you know, because I really do want to continue doing this for you guys and I really do want to continue to provide for you. So I'm trying to find ways to make that work. And I, I appreciate your support so much. Even just whoever you are sitting there listening to this, maybe in your car, maybe while you're brushing your teeth, Maybe you're going to bed, whatever you're doing right now. I just want you to know that I appreciate you. So that was two weeks ago. And then uh, this past week has been a really, it was a good week. I, I feel like I was pretty productive and, you know, I 
was able to, again, overcome those hardships and I'm using it to fuel me forward and give you guys extra content. I want to provide as much as possible. So that's why I did an extra podcast last week as well. Uh, That was the Facebook Live that I did talking about, you know, popping pimples and all of that. That Also, those rules that I talked about in that podcast and everything I talked about in there is really so, so important. So if you have not listened to it, please do go back and listen to the last episode that I put out. Um, again, I was talking about popping pimples and all that good stuff. And if you caught it on Facebook Live, that's awesome, but it never hurts to listen to it again. Uh, sometimes listening to it just, you know, with the audio without the visual can also make you concentrate more or whatever you know everyone learns differently so (sighs) yeah uh this past week again was pretty good i have a very stressful time coming up in the next few weeks there is the enrollment of ditch the bitch program opening so if you haven't heard about ditch the bitch yet It's my program to help women safely get off of birth control without insane hormonal fluctuations and without breaking out. So pre-enrollment for this is, when you hear this, it should be open. Um, And I'm really, really excited about it. So that is my newest program that I'm coming out with. And typically when I work with women one-on-one, oftentimes one of their biggest goals is to get off of birth control and they want to do so safely without their skin breaking out. So I realized that I needed to make a program specifically for women to do this. It's 90 days, so it's three months. There are three different phases that have completely different meal plans. There's once a week live workout with me uh, as the group. So I'm only taking 20 women. And again, this isn't a monthly thing. Like this is only going to open up every 90 days. So it's going to be opening up again right now, like towards the end of April, beginning of May-ish time, and then we'll probably, depending on how enrollment goes, um, you know, how many people we have interested, I might have to kind of readjust a little bit here and there, but with the hopes of actually starting the content for you either mid-May or beginning of June, again, that will just depend on enrollments, how many people I get, because I'm also going to be, you know, taking applications. So yeah, I'm really, really excited for that program because the pill was such a huge, I mean, it was a huge part of my life, ironically, because coming off of it was kind of the catalyst of all of these things that happened with my hormones and my skin and so many insane things. And you guys, I posted about my experience with birth control just a little bit the other day and so many of you shared amazing and just like your experiences with birth control and getting off of birth control and like all of these things. So I do want to start reading those on the podcast so that you guys can all hear about this as well, you know, hear other people's experience with the pill, how it affected their skin and their hormones and all kinds of different parts of their body, you know, your mood and just everything. So I think it's just such an important and impactful topic and it's 100% tied in with acne. I know I got on the pill to suppress my acne and then coming off the pill is like it completely flared so it's a really important topic to me and I'm really excited to help guide some women through getting off the pill safely uh now as far as other updates I mean that's mostly what I've got going on at the moment I did put up some new recipes last week I put up uh, my chia seed pudding which is delicious And, you know, I'm over on Instagram stories a lot sharing the food that I eat and little 
I did like a little meal prep for my husband the other day and I shared that on there. I gave you guys a little menu of what I was making and just kind of showed you. It was a really quick, simple, I mean quick, it's a meal prep. So, you know, it's still a couple of hours, but um, it's a very simple meal prep and maybe I'll share more of that with you guys again if you want it. I did also share my shoulder workout on Instagram. It's saved in my highlights. You can always head over there. Uh, It's the Paleo Ballerina over on Instagram. On top of that, I'm gathering uh, things for the, I I wouldn't call it a relaunch of this podcast because obviously I relaunched this podcast recently, but um, I'm going to be changing the name and rebranding this podcast is really what it is. So I'm really excited. I'm in the process of getting all that together. We took pictures for it at the winery the other day. That was actually the main purpose that we went to the winery, I went with uh, my friend Anya and my sister-in-law Johanna and we went with our little babies. So um, my son was there and his cousin was there as well. Uh, So it was really nice. We had a really great time and yeah, again, the purpose of going there was because I was like, oh, you know, I want, I want to get some new pictures for the podcast and you know, it's always just good to have some nice lifestyle pictures for you guys for Instagram and stuff. Um, Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about doing the rebranding and I'll be changing the name. I've done a couple polls over on Instagram to get your guys' opinion on the name because again, I do this podcast for you. So, you know, why have this as a name that you aren't really feeling if it's for you guys? That doesn't make sense. And Sherry and I, when we came up with Discovering You, I mean, it took us forever to come up with a podcast name. I'm not even going to lie. But that was because we were trying to encompass so many different things. We were like, oh, it can be this and this and this and this and this. You know, so many different things we were trying to cover because between, you know, her expertise and my expertise, I mean, there was a lot, a lot of different information to cover there. So regardless, we came up with Discovering You. And I still do like the name because I feel like, you know, it's all about self-exploration and finding your true self and your happiest self. So that was kind of our mission behind discovering you. And I do feel it still could be applicable, but most of you voted to have a name change. So I am all for it. You know, the podcast has changed gears. So I think it's, I think it's great. And I'm excited to rebrand and relaunch. Well, again, it's not really a relaunch, but just rebrand and put all of that out there for you guys. So maybe, 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 maybe the next podcast will be with the rebrand, with a new intro and everything. So yeah, I think that'll be fun. I do have some really exciting interviews. Oh my goodness, you guys. I'm really excited for some of the interviews that I have booked that, and most of those are going to be launching next month. Some of them might not be launching more so until June because, again, you know, scheduling for recording and stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to share that content with you guys. So back to the winery and boozing and breakouts. So now that we're about 30 minutes in, I'm diving into the actual topic. But, hey, that's just what I do, you guys. This is what I do. So. Again, you can always skip the chit-chat and the banter. You don't have to listen to all of this. There's a little little 10-second skip ahead or is it a 15-second skip ahead? I don't know. All right, so boozing and breakouts. First and foremost, I want to talk about 
I have a lot of people ask me honestly like, oh, hey, you know, when you were healing your skin, did you still drink? And uh, I mean, the, the short answer is yes. Now, I did not try, I tried to drink as infrequently as possible. And I also did, while I was prepping for the bikini competition that I did back in 2015, that was the first time that I like really seriously cut out alcohol for a long period of time. And it was pretty amazing for my skin. And it's always been one of those things that I've known that alcohol is definitely not good for my skin by any means. I do usually break out after drinking, especially if I drink, you know, a lot. Uh, And by drinking a lot, I mean like uh, more than two drinks. So like, you know, maybe three drinks, four drinks. I mean, five drinks is like, whoa, I don't think I could get there at this point. That's, That's a little bit much for me. The other day I had like two drinks and I was tipsy. I was like super tipsy. Uh, and then I, I had like a third and I was like, all right, now we're really talking. This is crazy. So, you know, especially after having my son, obviously I didn't drink the whole time I was pregnant. And then after pregnancy, I, I mean, you know, a little bit here and there. So I still haven't gone super hard with it or been crazy with it, but, or I guess when I was in New Orleans, I drank a decent amount. That was pretty good. Yeah. But that was like day drinking. So it was spread out throughout the day. I digress. So we're going to talk about um, why alcohol is not great for your skin. And there's a couple reasons for that. So I've talked quite a lot about gut health and I feel that probably in most of my episodes I'm going to end up at least mentioning leaky gut and gut health. So in my episode where I talked about gut health, I believe it was episode 17, I want to say, um... In that episode, I told you guys what leaky gut is, how it interacts with acne. So on top of that, you know, if you have acne, you definitely have at least some semblance of a leaky gut going on. Also, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my dog is snoring. She's a six pound Yorkie. Like, I don't know how she snores like this. Can you hear that? That was her snoring. Okay, I don't know if you could hear it or not because this mic is pretty good and it's actually really good at not picking up other random sounds is what I've noticed. (laughs) Anyway, so if you have acne, you definitely have at least some sort of leaky gut type of thing going on, whether you want to admit that or not. So drinking alcohol does contribute to leaky gut. It absolutely can cause leaky gut and it is a big contributing factor. If you have leaky gut, it's probably going to make it worse. Uh, If you feel that your gut isn't leaky, it's still going to like kind of be working towards breaking down the gut lining. So maybe you've like fully healed your gut and your gut's doing really well. When you drink, it's still going to be like kind of breaking down those walls. Oh my god goodness, Addie. Oh, I don't know how she snores so loud. Such a small dog. Anyways. Yeah. So it's gonna like kind of, it's almost like, you know, throwing punches at your gut lining, even if it's not 100% making it leaky. Um, Now that's if you're drinking infrequently. If you're drinking frequently, then just think about it like, okay, your gut lining is kind of taking a beating every time you drink. So like if you're drinking every day, it's taking a beating every day. And more likely than not, you're going to have more leaky gut problems. So 
there is a very direct correlation between leaky gut and alcohol consumption. On top of that, so that's kind of the first way that it interacts, but outside of that, alcohol is metabolized in your body as sugar. So regardless of the type of alcohol you are drinking, whether it be, you know, liquor or wine or beer or cider, whatever you're drinking, alcohol metabolizes as sugar in your body. So sugar is like 100% linked to acne, right? It creates an inflammatory response in your body and that inflammation and acne are, I mean, just correlated. I think about them almost as being like the same thing. If your body has inflammation in it, you're going to have some breakouts. If Again, if you're prone to breaking out, if you're prone to having acne. That might not necessarily be the case if you're someone whose body doesn't respond with an acne response. Maybe your body responds with bloating or, you know, with whatever it may be. But if you're prone to acne, having sugar in general is going to stimulate that response. But even if you're not drinking a sugary drink, even if you're drinking, again, like liquor or whatever, it does have that reaction in your body. So with that being said, um, I want to talk a little bit about if you're going to drink because I also don't think, you guys, this life is not worth going through if you're going to just feel like restricted 24-7, if that makes sense. You know, you don't, you just because sure, alcohol isn't good for you. That doesn't mean that you have to never ever drink alcohol. Now, if you're doing maybe like a 30-day challenge, a 60-day challenge, a 90-day type of challenge, and you're really, really working to heal your gut, yeah, sure, maybe cut out alcohol for the duration of, of that time. And then when you add it back in, you can typically get away with drinking and not necessarily breaking out because you've taken the steps to heal. Now, say you're doing like a 30-day challenge or a 90-day challenge and you drink like once or twice or three times throughout, like once a month throughout the span of the 90 days, it's not the end of the world, okay? Like you're going to survive. It's going to be okay. And I mean, maybe the worst thing that could happen is you might break out a little bit. But again, that's not the end of the world. That is okay. If it, you know, if you went out and you had a good time and you were happy For instance, you know, like I went to the winery the other day. We had a really great time. We honestly didn't even drink all that much. But I had such a wonderful time. All in all, I think I had like three glasses of wine. And I mean, yeah, I don't regret it whatsoever. And actually this time around, I did get a little bit of uh, an underground pimple that's like starting but it hasn't actually come to fruition. So again, if you listen to the last episode where I talked about what to do when you start feeling that pimple coming on, um, as long as I follow those those rules, this might not even actually become a full-blown pimple, which is great. So my point is, you guys, like, don't, don't feel like, oh, I can never drink. Uh, like, this sucks. Or like, oh, if I drink, then everything's just going to be bad. And I'm just going to break out. Like, don't feel restricted by this. It's a healthier choice to choose not to drink, but it is certainly not the end of the world. And honestly, I don't think that it's a bad thing to choose to drink occasionally. It's not It's not that bad, okay? Okay, so make good decisions. Now, 
let's talk a little bit about the frequency of drinking. So the more, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, the more frequently you do it, the more harm it is going to cause. So for me right now, I try to limit my drinking to once a week maximum. Um, Again, there are weeks randomly where like, oh, if my husband wants to like, you know, enjoy a glass of wine with me, I'm like, okay. And then maybe that weekend I'm over at my sister-in-law's house and she, you know, she's like, hey, do you want some wine? Sure. But, you know, it's about not going crazy with it all the time. Like it's okay if you have a week here or there or maybe you drink a little bit more. But if you do that, make sure to also take a few weeks where you drink less, right? Overall, you just don't want to be drinking really, really consistently. That's the biggest thing I would say. It shouldn't be a part of your daily routine or activities. And there might be some of you out there who are like, but I love my glass of wine every night. It helps me unwind. It helps me sleep. Listen, all I can do is provide information for you. What you do with that information is 100% up to you. I, no judgment on my part. If you want to have a glass of wine every day, I mean, do it. Just know that if you're struggling with acne and you're having a glass of wine every day, that cutting out that glass of wine might make a huge difference. That's all that I'm saying. So the frequency, um, and then, you know, of course there's an emotional dependency there that you want to be aware of. We don't want to be emotionally dependent, you know, we don't want to be like, oh, I had a bad day, so I need to have a drink. And granted, I mean, I very much fall into that because when you have a bad day, sometimes it can be nice to have a glass of wine, like it can help you just kind of relax and de-stress and that's okay. But you do not want it to be an emotional dependency. Like, So like, oh, I'm sad, I need to have a drink. So that I don't have to face these emotions and cope with these emotions. So that's just something to kind of be cognizant of and be aware of. Like before, you know, you pour that glass of wine or before you have that drink, just thinking about like, okay, why do I feel the need to do this right now? Do I have to do this or is this just something that I would like to do and I would, I would enjoy to do this right now? So I think just kind of asking those questions before you have it. Because also, I mean, I'm totally the type of person that will fall into like, oh, I feel like I need this right now. And then sometimes I have it. And I'm like, eh, I don't even really want this. This isn't even great. And then I'm like, well, but I started. So let me, let me finish this bar of chocolate or whatever. Or let me finish this glass of wine because, you know, I started it. So I think really just like taking a step back and being like, okay, why why do I feel like I need this right now? Why do I feel like I need to eat this chocolate? Why do I feel like I need this glass of wine? Am I like trying to avoid processing some thoughts or emotions or like I don't want to sit in this this crappy spot where I feel like poop at the moment? Is that what's happening? Because sometimes it's kind of good and important to sit in that, you know, to sit in discomfort and sit in unhappiness because you got to process through it so that you can move and grow and evolve. If we're constantly just like suppressing everything with food or drinking, then we're not really growing or evolving. So again, that's just something to be aware of. And I think to kind of think about when you're feeling, when you're having a Jones in for like a glass of wine or, you know, for your gin and tonic or whatever, 
just kind of take a step back, think about it, and uh, again, make good decisions. I'm just going to have to say that after every time. Okay. Uh, last, or no, this actually isn't last, but um, one other thing I want to touch on is sleep. So oftentimes when we drink, we stay out later, you know, we're up longer, we don't sleep as much. So what I would like to say about sleep is if you do end up having, you know, a late night of drinking or whatever, try to get in extra sleep. Like try to take a nap during the day. The sleep is so, so, so crucial to allow your body some time to repair and recover from the damage that you did from drinking. So there's a reason that you're extra tired. There's a reason that you're hungover, right? Your body needs some extra recuperation time. It needs hydration. So as you're drinking, try to stick to, you know, every, maybe every drink you have, you're also going to have a glass of water. Try to make a little rule for yourself so that you're keeping yourself hydrated as you drink because drinking is dehydrating you. I know you're probably like, but I pee a lot when I drink. And yeah, that's because it's a diuretic. And what it's doing is it's flushing out water from your system that your body was holding on to to try and stay hydrated. It's just kind of getting rid of all of that. It does not mean that you're more hydrated by any means. So try to drink water as you drink, but also before you go to bed, before you go to sleep, I mean, chug a bunch of water. And I love actually to add some apple cider vinegar to my water or to even take an apple cider vinegar shot before I go to bed after drinking. It just is going to kind of help your gut. Again, you want to support your gut and help it as much as possible. So drinking a bunch of water, drinking an apple cider vinegar shot, which I have a recipe for that on my blog. I will link to that in the show notes. Um, That's going to help your body recover. It's going to help your stomach recover. On top of that, before I drink, I like to make sure that I've gotten in my L-glutamine. Again, because L-glutamine helps to build up the walls of your gut lining. So make sure that you take half a teaspoon of L-glutamine in some water. Drink that down. You could even take an apple cider vinegar shot before you drink. Um, I love to take my Vital Proteins liver capsules the day that I drink and make sure that you also take it the next day because your liver needs help. It needs, right? So essentially like if you're drinking, you just want to give your body extra support and help so that it can process everything. Um, So the liver caps, I don't know if you've heard the phrase, like builds like. So if you're eating liver, it's going to help your liver. If you're taking the liver capsules, which are just desiccated liver, it's going to help your liver. It's going to help your liver detox everything, process everything out of your system. So I really recommend that you do those four things. You hydrate while you drink. You take an apple cider vinegar shot definitely after, so like before bed or possibly before you drink even. You take L-glutamine before drinking, so that's um, half a teaspoon of L-glutamine powder with water, and then you take the liver capsules the day you drink and the day after. So you just want to support your body as much as possible. Give it that extra little bit of like, hey, I'm here for you. I'm supporting you. Uh, even though I'm also, you know, attacking you a little bit. But, you know, it's like, it's good for the brain. It's good for the soul sometimes to have a drink and have a good time. Just like let loose. Don't feel like, oh my God, I can't drink. Just 
do your best to support your body in the recovery of it, right? So you want to do as little damage as possible while also being able to live and have a good time. Okay, so I mentioned a little bit earlier, but I want to, again, talk about the types of drinks that you have. So the type of drinks that I recommend. Now, some people... Again, I'm not talking about this from a standpoint of like, oh, if you want to be skinny and drink, then drink these drinks. I'm not talking about skinniness. I'm talking about like health (laughs) and your skin and what's going to be best for you in that regard. So these are the things that I drink and when I do drink and uh, they're just better options. And I have like my list of things that I will not drink. So One thing I will not drink is beer because beer contains gluten. I mean, beer, you're essentially drinking a cup of bread. Like, you know, whether this is about health or whatever it's about, you guys, beer is disgusting for you. I'm sorry. And I I also think it tastes a little bit gross, but it's just a really, really unhealthy option as far as drinks go. Like it has a ton of calories. It's going to make you feel bloated. It's going to make you feel full. You're honestly not going to be able to drink as much if you drink beer. And on top of that, you're glutening yourself. So you're getting gluten in your system, which is doing extra damage on top of the alcohol damage. So I really recommend avoiding beer at all costs. That's, I think, the main drink that I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Like, just don't do it. It's so bad for you. So instead of beer, I personally like to have cider. So I'm sure you guys have seen Angry Orchard Cider. There's Strongbow, um, Smith & Forge. Uh, what else is there? Bold Rock, which is actually a local Virginia cidery, which I haven't been there. I have to go. It's a couple hours away from where I live, but I need to check it out. I know a bunch of people who have gone and love it there. Uh, yeah, so those are just a couple examples. I get, Oh, I skipped Woodchuck. Woodchuck's a really big one. Now, one thing I do want to say is that sometimes in cider, there is extra sugar added, especially when you get into like different flavored ones. They have all kinds of different flavors these days. So do keep an eye out for that. You know, you can always read the ingredients, try to find ones that do not add extra sugar. Um, Bold Rock does not add extra sugar and Angry Orchard does. I believe they actually, there might even be corn syrup. I don't quote me on that. I don't really remember, but there's definitely at least sugar added to it, which is why it's so sweet. Um, my preference for ciders, if they have a cider on tap somewhere, I love getting cider on tap. It's really cold and refreshing and sweet. And usually like one of those is good for me or maybe two, you know, if I'm going real crazy, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, being, being a cheap date is not a bad thing. Having a low tolerance is not a bad thing. It means that you can drink less, therefore you're doing less damage, but you feel the effects of the alcohol. So I think having a lower tolerance is actually kind of great. Being, you know, able to drink a whole lot. I always took pride in that. Like I was that teenager, I shouldn't say that, but I was. Um, and, you know, even in my early 20s, whatever, like I could drink a lot. My body was just really good at metabolizing alcohol and Generally, if you are a fitter person, if you have more muscle mass and less fat, you do actually metabolize alcohol faster. So, you know, I could drink a lot and I would be all right. And uh, I always took pride in that. I was like, oh yeah, I'm such a good drinker. I can drink, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, what? why is that a thing to be proud of? It's more expensive. I mean, you're doing way more damage to your body. Anyway, so being a cheap date, drinking not a lot is not a bad thing. So take your time, enjoy yourself. 
Um, so cider, and if not cider, I do like as far as liquor options go, I try to stick to a high quality liquor. So I do notice that if I drink like, you know, well, so like if I'm drinking like aristocrat vodka, I'm probably not going to feel so great. And that's because, you know, it's a lower quality. I like to drink, you know, a higher quality vodka. So like, you know, Grey Goose, uh, again, I, I try not to drink a lot of it. So, but I do like to go with a higher quality vodka and I like to mix that with some soda water, not tonic because tonic water does have sugar added. It does have a couple other things added to it. But, you know, say if I go out to a bar, that's usually what I go for. I'll get a nicer quality vodka mixed with soda water and then I'll get lime and I'll squeeze lime in there. And it's honestly quite delicious and refreshing. And that's just, that's how I like to do it. That tends to get me not very hungover, but I feel the effects. And again, one or two of those maybe, and I'm good. When I was in New Orleans, they have these insane sizes for these drinks, but I did that there as well. Uh, and also if you're, you know, being aware of gluten and stuff, there can be gluten. I, I don't know how, but I've, I went to a bar the other day and they were saying that their well vodka actually had gluten in it. I don't know what their well vodka was at that bar. Uh, and I say the other day, this is when I was in New Orleans. So it was actually weeks ago, <laughs> like almost a month ago, but yeah, so um, a higher quality vodka, you're less likely to get glutened because drinks can have gluten, so beware. And, you know, additives, you just want to avoid that. So you want the purest possible. Um, yeah, so I like to do a high quality vodka with soda and lime. And that's typically what I do for liquor. I will also do like a Patron. Um, I like to stick to clear liquors if I have them. Or, you know, I will do like a, a rum occasionally but uh with tequila i like to do one that's 100 percent agave patron i believe is and again i don't go for the yellow or quote-unquote golden tequila i do like a silver so the clear clear tequila okay so that's kind of liquor and then there's wine uh red wine i think a lot of you know you know is known for having antioxidants it's not it has quote some health properties, I guess you could say. Now, it's not healthy, okay? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that red wine is healthy because I genuinely don't believe that it is. I think any kind of nutritional benefits that it contains can also be found in other more nutritious forms. So uh, if you're going to go for antioxidants, like I think maybe go for a bar of chocolate versus a glass of wine because the chocolate is going to do less damage wine. Now I try to go for less sugary wine because the name of the game is trying to avoid sugar. The alcohol is going to process in your body as sugar as is. So try to avoid sugar as much as possible. I do like red wines. I don't like all red wines. Um, now sulfates can give you headaches, uh, and that, that affects everyone differently. And wine is one of those ones where it's like you kind of just have to find what you want. But I would try to steer clear of the higher sugar content wines. And you can look at the nutritional labels, but, you know, that's going to be your um, definitely, I mean, sangria is, I, you can't really even count that as wine, right? Because it's wine mixed with juices. But sangria is delicious. I will totally drink a sangria on a nice hot day. Uh, I like red wine. 
And I do like white wine as well. I try to go for less sugary. So I try to avoid Riesling. Uh, I try to go for more like a Chardonnay or Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio is really more what up my alley personally. Um, I'm not a wine connoisseur or anything. So I'm not going to sit here and babble on about wine. Because also that is not what you guys are here for. But again... Rule of thumb is just try to go for a lower sugar option. So technically, like you want to look for, I would say a more medium or full-bodied wine and a drier wine because usually when it's drier, there's less sugar. And oftentimes if it's a fuller bodied wine, it's also going to be a less sweet wine. Although that's not always true. So uh, yeah. That's that's kind of what I go for as far as drinking goes. I'll do ciders, I'll do like a vodka and soda, or I'll do wine. And I try not to mix them by any means. You know, if I'm doing one, I try to stick to that one. Although there are days that I'll have, you know, again, I say there's days as if I do this all the time. But like when I was in New Orleans, uh, however many weeks ago that was, for my friend's bachelorette party, I did have, you know, like some cider, And then I think we had mimosas in the morning. Like, I'm not opposed to a mimosa. I try to do it with a cleaner juice, but, you know, I mean, it's juice and champagne. Champagne on its own is actually not sweet. If you're having Prosecco, something that is sweet, so that's not as great of an option. But if you're doing plain old wine, it can actually be quite dry and not sweet. So, yeah, I, you know, I love to brunch. I love my mimosas. I do not like Bloody Marys, so I can't really speak to those. But uh, tomatoes in general are not awesome for your skin if you're struggling with acne, acne because they're very acidic. Okay, so I talked a really long time today. This turned out to be a pretty long podcast episode. But I just want to say, you know, if you're drinking, just try and make the best choices that you can. And as I say with food too, you know, you don't have to feel like you can't do anything. You can't eat out. You can't have a life because you absolutely can. You can have a life. You can have a good time. You can do these things. Just try to make the best choices that you can and try to support your body in the process. So, you know, follow those tips I gave as far as, you know, the hydrating and the supplements to take, especially if you're going to be drinking, make sure that you do it on the day and the day after. And I mean, if you do it leading up, If you know that you're going to be drinking a lot, that's good too. And a few days after as well. (laughs) My son is awake. I can hear him making little noises in the room next to me. Oh, he's so cute. Okay, guys. So again, uh, Ditch the Bitch program is opening. I believe when this episode airs, the enrollment will be open already. If not, it will be opening a few days after. So feel free to enroll and then the giveaway that I mentioned earlier is still live and the way you enter to win a free 40 ounce Hydro Flask, which these are pretty expensive water water bottles, you guys. So I want to make sure that a lot of you enter and that, you know, it's kind of like fair. (laughs) So make sure you enter. All you have to do is leave a review. Tell me your thoughts on this episode. Tell me your thoughts on previous episodes. Just I want to know what y'all are thinking so that I can plan the future episodes accordingly so please do leave a review make sure you're following me on instagram and that is it that's how you enter i'll be picking a winner in the next couple of weeks and i want to say have an amazing week i i really do love and appreciate you all so much i can't say that enough uh without you and the support you know none of this would be happening and i'm just i feel so honored to be in a position to 
be able to share my knowledge with you all and to be able to spread this message of hope for those of you with acne that there is a possibility to have a free life that's unrestricted but also healthy and happy with clear skin to boot. All right. Thank you all so much. Have an amazing week. Over and out.